0: If you have trouble falling or staying asleep, we hope this bonus episode helps. We're using some tips that we learned from our last guest, who was a sleep expert, and adding some of our own. Welcome to
1: Imagine Yourself, where we are absolutely loving the fact that we have bonus episodes to help show off what we've learned from the previous episode. So I'm Lene, here with Sandy, and today we are going to give an inside look at how the last episode affected us. And that was called How to Finally Get a Good Night's Sleep with sleep expert, Caitlin Anderson. And Sandy, I tell you, I learned so many things about food and beverages to avoid, sleep affirmations, routines, Just a lot of outside-the-box things for myself and family. But even after the episode was over, I've been in a continual learning pattern here. How about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing that we took away from Caitlin and... As you mentioned, there were a lot of things that we learned, and you can go back and listen to that episode right before this if you haven't. But she had her sleep hygiene checklist, but the whole aspect of do what works for you was something she really emphasized. And I was having a whole issue on, okay, so do I have to get like some kind of a blackout curtain thing and be real ritualistic at bedtime when that's my chill out time when I'm finally I'm not thinking about work or obligations. I just want to mindlessly watch Netflix. Okay. So but she said, as long as that works for you, that's okay. But my husband, it wasn't working as well for but We found something on Netflix called Unwind Your Mind, which was you give your option of four different scenes like countryside, train or beach or whatever. And they give you the scene and they have a nice, smooth talking announcer, you know, kind of like us. Um, Hey, imagine yourself doing this. And it totally worked. Oh, my goodness. So on Netflix, Unwind Your Mind.
1: So in a way, there's two lessons I learned from you, Sandy. The first of all, Netflix has everything you could possibly desire in life,
0: <laughs> to help well. you,
1: but also like Caitlin said, to make it your own and don't turn it into something terrible and stiff and frustrating, turning it into something that works for you. And that could be like, even if you do watch something else on Netflix, that might be the last little mm-hmm. thing that you do before you go to sleep to relax for you and your husband. Yep. That's really wonderful because mine is not quite as concrete, but it's still an overall concept that I've been exploring ever since the things that Caitlin taught us. And it was something that she didn't actually mention, but Sandy, I'm realizing it is so important what we say to ourselves all day, every day, but especially at nighttime before bedtime. Yeah. Don't you think that if we can all make a concerted effort, can we train ourselves to have a very specific dialogue, or I guess monologue, with <laughs> ourselves. Well, I don't um, know what's going on in your head. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's just Linay in there. So okay. I guess it's a monologue. But to have that when we're preparing ourselves for a restful night and have certain words and thoughts and actual language or even little code words that we have pre-allowed that we can give to ourselves to get into that calm down mode. Because I was thinking about surgery, <laughs> um, when they give you that anesthesia, and they put that cup thing over your face. I don't know if you've had surgery. Yeah, yeah, a few yeah, times. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, me too. So it was not major surgery, but the doctors and nurses are very intentional about the words that they're saying and the things that they're trying to put in your mind as you're slowly about to go under to yeah. make sure that it's calm and smooth. They'll say things like, What are some of your favorite songs? Or what's one of your favorite stories? Because storytelling is another thing. We tell our kids bedtime stories. You don't want a exciting one, but something easy. I don't know, like the three little bears and goldilocks, whatever. You just think of something very soothing, very calm, or you do kind of think through what are some of my favorite songs or favorite singers? And you'll just slowly concentrate on that until you perhaps drift off. It's just a way to make sure that you're not thinking about all of the frustrating things in your life before you go to bed. That's just my little
0: take on what I learned since the episode. Yeah, I love it because she talked a lot about avoiding those racing thoughts, the ones that keep us from falling asleep and when we wake up in the middle of the night going back to sleep. So what you're saying... And it's kind of where the Netflix thing sort of gave you a tactic to do that, too. And it involved counting. Reminds me of counting sheep, but they were just talking about counting in general. But you're saying filling it with actual things that are pleasant memories in your life or pleasant stories. And I love that. It doesn't have to be anything formal at all.
1: Right. Something very simple. You know, at the end of the day, many times we really can go back to what we learned as kids. And when we did have a soothing bedtime story, sometimes even parents like would read the same bedtime story or kids would prefer to have this. And it starts to teach your brain, oh, this is what we do before we go to sleep. I really think about all of this because Caitlin Anderson is a sleep expert, but she's a clinical therapist and social worker for over 12 years. And mental health is really important. And just thinking of it from that way of just a way to calm your mind, calm your thoughts, listening to something like the Unwind Your Mind on Netflix, different things like that, the Calm app, things to help us just take a break from all of the stuff that we deal with during the day. So that's the mental health. From a physical perspective, Caitlin is also the owner and founder of Cozy Case. It's a pillowcase that has these tactile and comforting and stability functions to them that kind of brings that whole mind and body connection together and we're just so proud of her for that too so yeah lots of ways.
0: Yes. So go back and take a listen to Caitlin's episode if you haven't. She has a lot of practical tips. And I wanted to also shout out to the negative self-talk episode that you just remind me of. And it didn't really necessarily deal with sleep specifically, but it just dealt with ways to stop the negative self-talk. Blaine is a psychotherapist saying no to negative self-talk. That's a few episodes back.
1: Yeah. With Blaine Lawson, it was just another way that we're incorporating that link between mental health and physical health that is so important in order to have a good life and good day <laughs> and yeah. not cranky, Yeah, you know, just to be able to talk to ourselves in different ways and focus our minds on some different things for some different results in a different life.
0: <laughs> How about that, Sam? All working for the better in sleep and being awake. <laughs> you got that right. I just think overall, imagine yourself using your practical
1: tips, what works for you to help your bedtime, nighttime routine to make for a better world.
0: Thanks for listening and let us know if you liked some of these tips and if you have some tips of your own that you can share with us so that we can share back with everyone as well. You can find our website and our social media links at imagineyourselfpodcast.com.